thank you. Lord, we praise you. We worship your holy name. We give you all the glory for all that you are set to do in our life through the power of your words and through the power of your Holy Spirit. As we come together this morning, of God has been sung unto you. That cleansing power in the blood of Jesus that it cleans each and every one in this assembly this morning of everything in the name of Jesus. The entrance into your word, Father, we declare. Let it bring light. Let it bring understanding into our simple mind. At the end of it all, Father, this morning we declare. Let your name alone be glorified. Let the blessing of our confidence in you begin to manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious Father. We praise you and we worship you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. For in Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you, Heavenly Boots of this together for the cry this morning. Please be seated. God bless you. Really good. I want to appreciate the name of the Lord for his presence with us here this morning. My prayer is that that which he alone is able to do, he will do in our lives and in our midst this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, it's a month of incomprehensible wonders. And I want to believe and trust God that this month will not go to an end until you testify, until I testify, and until we all testify of the Lord's faithfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, the disciples were unable to do anything until the power of the Holy Ghost came upon them. And until their sins are washed away through the blood of the man. Jesus said on the cross of Calvary, he said, it is finished. Therefore, everything that causes us to be deprived of the power of God is finished in the mighty name of Jesus. We begin to walk in that spiritual power moving out of this place in the mighty name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. I welcome everyone to this service this morning. My prayer is that the Lord Himself will bless you and He will inspire you and He will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. Is our text for this month. And I just want us to be able to get a little bit more into it. The Bible says, God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. And gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. According to whose will? According to whose will? It is through his own will that he released unto us as believers, as Christians, and as the church the gifts of the Holy Spirit. At new birth, when we confess our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and he brought us home as sons and daughters, 
you show us signs, opens our ears to be able to hear things that we do not in the past hear. And we are able to understand because of the new heart that he has given unto us. That's the reason why you see many new believers, they get more miracles, instant miracles than those who are very familiar with church, with God, with the Holy Spirit. Oh, my prayer that what the Lord God did to his disciples, you begin to do among his disciples here in the mighty name of Jesus. The disciples were powerless. They are faithless, even when he was with them. They cannot cast out even little demon. And they run back to Jesus and said, why is it that we are not able to do it? And they'll tell them. Sometimes you will scold them. But he told them something before he departed from them. He said to them in Luke chapter 24, he said, Tarry in Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Until you are endued with power from on high. And so when the time of their endowment with power finally came, the same ordinary people become extraordinary people. The same faithless people now become people of faith. Why? Because the power of the Holy Spirit has come. And when it came, it did not just come. It came to give power with the ability to do, with the ability to understand, with the ability to see, and with the ability to be able to comprehend. And when this came upon them, they now begin to exercise the power of the Holy Spirit. And the power of the Holy Spirit that they begin to exercise, the writer of Hebrews now said, God now bearing witness. Now start to bear witness of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the apostles, his own children, with signs and wonders, with various miracles. And so it got to a point that even Peter, you know, is always the man we talk about so much. If you don't talk about Peter, you want to talk about Paul. Peter, that was so timid. Peter that was so fearful. Peter that got to a point in this time with Jesus that he became hopeless. In fact, after Jesus left, this same Peter had to go back to the family. But because of the power of the Holy Spirit upon the lives of the apostles, They were never the same again. When the Holy Spirit comes upon a church, the Holy Spirit comes upon a child of God, it, did not, it will not just come, but it will come with a gift. And the gifts will now begin to stare 
a child of God, to do what ordinarily is unable to do. And so this morning, I want to let each and every one of us in this assembly know that every believer possesses some wonderful gifts of God. And I want to say it personally to you, that if you have given your life to Christ and your sins have been cleansed to the power of the blood of Jesus, you have a spiritual gift. Only few people that are confident Amen. of that are responding to that. Amen. I said you have a spiritual gift. Amen. And that spiritual gift is given to you by the Holy Spirit that is in you. It is the deposit of God in you, in us. A believer, a child of God, or a Christian without the Holy Spirit upon his life is a religious person. It lacks understanding of the will and the purpose of God. But it lies, it would like to do things in a stereotype way. It's the way Moses did it. It's the way my grandfather did it. It's the way the people of old did it. And that's the way we do it. No. When the power of the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples, everything about them in the past become new. The people in the city now begin to see them with a completely different eyes. What they are hearing from them was completely different from what they used to hear. A Peter that could not even speak to a 17-year-old girl is able to stand in the midst of a crowd. And so this morning, I will steer the gift of the Holy Spirit from within you. To discover your spiritual gifts. To begin to discover your spiritual gifts. You have the gift of the Holy Spirit in you. You have the power of God in you. We as a church, as the power of the Holy Spirit, to do what will make God to be able to testify of his power in our lives. And that's the reason why it is the Holy Spirit that brings the wish. The people of the world from his own sons and daughters in the church. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that makes the difference in the lives of every believer. And in the church, who is the body of Christ, there are diverse Spiritual gifts. Pastor's gifts will differ from pastor's gifts. My brother's gifts may differ from my sister's gifts. All the gifts, all the spiritual gifts the Lord gives to the church for the benefit of the church that he may testify that he may witness 
of his goodness and of his power among his people. Amen. The Lord will begin to testify about the works of your hands in his vineyard and in his presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said he will begin to testify of his goodness and of his power in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It is important to understand that there's difference between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. How many know there's difference? The Holy Spirit gives the gifts and the gifts in many times now begin to produce the fruits of the Spirit. And so where there is the Holy Spirit, the move of God is present. Where there is the Holy Spirit, the miraculous is inevitable. Testimonies is, is a testimony. It becomes a testimony of the people. Wherever the Holy Spirit is present, the power of God to do and undo is present. And so I want to share something within you today that from this day forward, I need you to understand that the enabling power to do beyond and above that which you think you are able to do is actually right within you. Only two people here that. Amen. God wants to be a witness concerning his power and his Holy Spirit within you. He wants to testify concerning you, concerning me, concerning us as a church. How many have read the book of Job in the past? In the book of Job chapter 1, God has to God sits down within the crowd and says, have you considered my servant Job? And God began to give testimony concerning the servant Job. That was in the Old Testament. Oh. But when the power of the Holy Spirit eventually came to dwell among us and never to move away and just come and move away and just come and move away. When the power of God, the Holy Spirit, eventually came to the church to empower the church, now begin to distribute gifts as it wants to every believer. And in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, Paul was encouraging Timothy. He said, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Do not neglect it. There's that power in you, there's that gift of the Holy Spirit in you. But guess what? Many do not. Know or understand what their spiritual gift is. Can somebody listen to this? The gifts you do not know that you have, you cannot use effectively 
and the gifts that you have and you do not use, you will eventually lose it. Is that true? Yeah. The gifts that you do not know that you have, you cannot use it effectively. And the gifts that you have and you do not use, eventually you will lose it. Why don't you help me steer somebody close to you and say, stir up that spiritual gift in you? Because it's not for you. It is for me. It is for the church. It is for the body of Christ. Another thing is that the gift that you do not use, God cannot bear witness of his results. When the power of the Holy Ghost came upon the disciples, you know, as soon as they caught Jesus, what happened to them? They scattered. They ran away. And then they remember that Jesus has told us to gather together so eventually. Afterwards, they gathered themselves in the upper room. And when the day came, their lives were was never the same. And from that moment on, everyone, they do not just believe, but begin to exercise the power. And Ananias and Sapphira, they thought Peter was still the same man that they used to know that want to deny Jesus or not even deny Jesus. And they came to him after the power of the Holy Ghost had rocked the church, the disciples, but the multitude that were with them. After the Holy Spirit had brought things in there, and they came all came, humbling themselves, broken, and ready to be as common as Jesus was within them. And they came to Peter. The man came. And they asked him, It's a lie. What happened to him? You know, he never knew who he was talking about. He thought he's still the same ordinary Peter, the powerless Peter, the timid Peter. He never knew that he now carried the aura of God. He never knew that he now carries the consuming fire of God. And immediately, it's an instance results God. The Holy Spirit is healing. And the wife did not know what happened. She came. What happened to Sapphira too? <laughs> Where is that power today? Where is that power in the church today? Where is that power in the believers today? Where is that power on the pulpit today? Where is that power in our homes today? Where's the power? Where's the power in those who confess to be children of God today, disciples, followers of Christ today? The same power that has given you that gift will be stirred up. Amen. I said they will be stirred up and they will bring testimony unto somebody. 
that you know in Jesus' name. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Verse 1, and then we quickly rush through. Verse 4 to 11, then we go to verse 28. In verse 1, he said, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, Paul said to the church at Corinth, I do not want you to be ignorant. And so today, this morning, I want to encourage each and every one here that the Holy Spirit gave you or gave you that spiritual gift. Whether you know it or you don't know it, you will know it today. Don't be ignorant concerning the spiritual gift that is in you. Your natural talent is different from the gift of the Holy Spirit. Even though the Holy Spirit can transform, modify your natural talent into a spiritual gift that you can now use to change things that God will now begin to testify concerning it. And I pray that shall be for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. When the Holy Spirit located Paul, he used his natural talent, knowledge, understanding, skills to bring about the spread of the gospel. If the Holy Spirit had not gotten hold of Peter and transformed his natural skills into the spiritual gift, the church probably will not have understanding to the all will be reading is the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But there was a transformation. Amen. And the same transformation is beginning in somebody's life starting this day forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. And in verse 4, let's quickly read from verse 4. Verse 4 to 11. We say there are diversities of gift, but the same spirit. So it's the same Holy Spirit that gives all. There are also differences of ministries for the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. For, for the profit of all. For the profit of all. So if you know that which the Lord has given unto you, do you know that what glory is doing today, many of us cannot do? Oh no. Glory? Maybe everybody know who glory is. That young lady. What she's doing today, Pastor probably could not do. But what Pastor can do. Probably sister is cannot do it. Probably bro. What's your name again? Tell cannot do it. But what he can do, what you can do, when you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, he transforms that which is your zeal, that which is your passion, that which is your skill, that which has built you with naturally, it transforms it into what he can use to benefit all in the body. That's why the eye will not say, I'm so hungry today. When the body is crying and saying, I'm so hungry today, 
The instant the stomach is saying, I'm empty, some pyloric juice is already dropping there and it's going to hurt me, the eye will not say, you know what? Why don't we just give the mouth some break? Bring those mirror and put it in there. Will the eye say that? Or the mouth decide to say, you eyes, don't worry today, I'll see for you. And so, close, just go and relax. And go about to see with the I know. Every part of the body functions to the benefit and the profit of. That's why when the, 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 the little part of our body hurts, everyone hurts. Every part hurts. Why? Because there's the gift to everyone, to prophets or if the mouth or the tongue is sore, the stomach will be hungry. Go ahead, with them. Ready? And verse 8 says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. So I know that the word of knowledge through the same spirit. Go ahead. So I know that faith. By the same spirit. We thank God our sister led us in the leadership meeting this morning in the importance of faith. And we also learn, learn so much just in the little time that she was able to take us through. The importance of faith. Without faith, guess what? You are unable to acknowledge even the power of God in you. Talk less of actually manifesting. The gift that is already deposited in So to another is given faith by the same spirit. To another, the gift of healing by the same spirit. So it's a gift. Everything that the Lord has imputed to you, uh, upon you to be able to use for the body, is a gift to you. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirit. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, interpretation of tongues. Verse 11. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as the Lord wills. So when the Lord distributes to each and every one of us as a church, and I decide not to use mine, you decide not to use yours, what are we doing? We're depriving each and every one of the body the benefits of that gift. And God is not able to bear witness with signs and wonders, with miracles following concerning that spiritual gift. You have it. Let me talk to somebody and say, you have what pastor is saying? You have what pastor is saying. For it is the gift of God upon your life. And you don't want to deprive us of that gift in Jesus' name. Verse 28. And in verse 28, the Bible says, and God, and who has appointed this in the church. First, he appointed, so it's an appointment, right? Even though it's a spiritual gift, but it's an appointment. God has appointed this in the church, first apostles, second prophet, third teachers, 
after that miracles, then gives of healing, gives of herbs, gives of administration, and various varieties of tongues. Are you giving that gift of administration? Are you giving that gift, that spiritual gift of help, being a helper to people? Or you have the gift of healing. You don't have to be on the podium. Just exercise it. Maybe you have done it before and you say, ah, I prayed that prayer for that, or I trusted God for that, or I declared this, and the Lord did it. Why are you hiding it? The Holy Spirit is staring the same out of you this day forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Lord wants to begin to testify about his words and his spirit is power upon you. And so we got to get to the point moving forward that you discover your spiritual gift. It is your spiritual gift that announces God. When you hear that somebody is doing things, wonders, and all of that, except those who actually were called by their belly to the podium or to the church. <laughs> Everyone that you find doing the work of God, not just on the podium, be it usher, greeters, drummer, it is the gift of God. And I pray that from this day forward, you will not neglect the gift in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not neglect all those gifts in the mighty name of Jesus. And in Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, from verse 6 to 8, it tells us again, it says, having different, having then gifts differing according to the grace, according to what? The grace. Grace that is given to us. Let us read it together from there. He said, Let us use them. Let us do what? Let us do what? Use them. So I said it before if you have the gift and you do not know that you have it, there's a problem. Because God cannot testify or bear witness concerning the result that he wants to produce, giving you that gift. Or you have it, but you don't use it. You know you have it, but you don't use it. Guess what? God still could not bear witness concerning the result that he proposed to bring out of it. And you cannot even be fulfilled having that gifts. Are we still together? Yeah. <laughs> he said, let us do what? Use it. Let us use them. If it is prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry. Let us use it in our own ministry. He who teaches, let us do it in doing what? Pastor, please, I need to lead the Bible study. I know, Minister Dorothy probably don't think she could do it. And then we got a challenge. 
which in the Bible started for a whole month. And then the one month was over. And Pastor said, continue. I said, ah. those who attended the Bible study did, you, did excellently well or not? Yes. Praise the Lord of the century. You think you cannot lead prayers? But in your own, you know that you have this grace. Let us use it in our ministry. He who teaches in teaching, verse 8. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with what? And he who shows mercy. So tell me, do you have a gift in any of these? Do you think you possess any of these that the Lord, the scripture is telling us the spiritual gift that it distributes? Different from one to another. It is with this that God is being glorified. It is with this that the Holy Spirit begins to do the things that God wants to bear witness of, releasing the Spirit to the church. And so, how can I discover? Or why must I discover? This is my spiritual gift. We need to discover it, and you need to discover this your spiritual gifts moving forward from this day to give you a sense of dignity. Seven words. Forgive me words. Many think they are. Uh, uh, it, it, it's for you, pastors. Uh, it's for you, leaders. Uh, uh, guess what? You've got to take that step of faith and do it once. Then you find yourself having that self work, having the dignity that I can be used. It did not give you that gift to just deposit in you to waste away. It is to produce something in you for the church and for, for the prophets of all. My prayer is that as you discover and you begin to discover your spiritual gifts, the Lord will bear witness of the outcome and result in the mighty name of Jesus. The next reason why you need to discover it is that it helps you focus on developing is your gift. It helps us to focus, stay on your lane. If you are given the, the ministry of exhortation, stay on it. Yours is, you know, you know how to counsel and counsel right, not the Ahitophel counseling. You know, Ahitophel used to be a, a very very wise counselor to David until they aligned himself with Absalom. Mm. And then he messed up the gift of God upon his own life. If you have given the spirit of wisdom, as our sister taught us last week, 
on, on, on the spirit of the spirit of God in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. And the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of the fear of God. If you have this spirit, they are not just there. They are there for the purpose of edifying and building the church, the saints, and to make you to have that self-worth and dignity. Focus on it. Develop it. And you see yourself become one of those champions that you glorify, that you look up to. You see yourself just come up from nowhere and begin to do what you think you are able to do. I declare, somebody here under the sound of my voice will declare it and it shall come to pass this week in the mighty name of Jesus. Over that situation in your life, I declare concerning you that you shall declare a thing and it shall come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. You will say to the mountain, mountain move, and it will not stop. It will roll for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Next thing, next reason is that it helps you to determine God's will for you. And to be able to stay on the way. When you discover your spiritual gifts, you are not running somebody's else life or somebody's else ministry. I will not come today and begin to declare and say, I'm a, pro I'm a prosperity preacher. Even though every single time I hold the mic, I am declaring the prosperity of God upon the assembly. Praise the Lord. The message of peace is the message of prosperity. But I won't contact you that you need to come and sow a seed. $5,000. I was in the church. My friend's church. I sat down after you had praised and fired come out of his lips and all of that. And then everybody come. Begin to come. They were coming truly. And they were laying it down, laying it down, that I saw my friend did this. As people are laying the seed everywhere, I mean, the offerings, all the offerings there, was taking something in his hand. And it's the title of the people that has become the Melchizedek. <laughs> and the service was over. I thought this guy would give it to the usher. Service was over. Moving to the service and we're all talking. This guy was like, <laughs> took it all there. And the people were, they were okay with it. Can pastor do that here? No. Because he doesn't have that ministry. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. And then why is that way with it? And I was wondering. It's a large congregation, but it's not a congregation of hundred people. Large congregation in Nigeria, North America. I pray the Lord bless this church in Jesus. <laughs> you have a gift, and that gift needs to come up until it comes out and you begin to exercise it. You don't know what God is doing. So many times, or sometimes, grandma will call me and say, I have this vision, I have this dream. And I say, Let us pray about it. See, that's a gift. And Joel said, in the last day, I will pour out my spirit. 
upon all that flesh. Your old people, your young people, he gave us diverse things. How do you manifest it? God will begin to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's round up. Number, two, number fourth reason why is to encourage everyone to be on a mission. It's to encourage each and every one of the body of Christ to be on a mission. When you don't have, when you don't know your spiritual gift, you are not in a mission to accomplish what the purpose of God is for you. When you, when you know what your mission is, you put all that is in you in it to make sure that it's profitable to all and you are fulfilled doing what you are doing. Where, where, where God is being glorified over it, breathing on it, and watering it, and increasing it, eventually bearing witness concerning it. So it encourages each and every one to be on a mission. The younger lords were here yesterday, and I was wondering, with God here, they were already here. I said, ah, these same people. We came for evangelism yesterday, and before we got here, it's already lots of music. And I was wondering, this young people, so you can get in here this early in the morning. And we went out for. And now we still came back, they were still busy here doing the mission that the Lord has given unto them. The time they left, I don't know. Only thing I know was that we came in, I came in here this morning and this light was still on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The light was still on. And I said, oh my goodness, what would I do with this? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I say, encourage them to do it. They are encouraged to do what they are doing. Why? Because they know some, God has deposited something in their hands, in their lives, and they must be fulfilled doing it to the benefit. They spend so much time making sure that they perfect what they want to do. What's that spiritual gift in your life? Finally, it fosters, it is to foster unity as we all walk interdependently. Why must I discover my spiritual gifts? So as to foster unity, pastor cannot do what he's doing right now. If Ademilayo, right? If Ademilayo is not there, give him the cue. The choir will not sing as powerful as they sing if they don't have the backup there. And I will not be able to preach and do all that I'm doing right now if you are not all present here. So when we all discover our gift, we're all together to encourage ourselves to make sure that we all profit from all of our giftedness to the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Why? Because we are God's workmanship. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Want us to rise up. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says, We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. For what? Who's God? Prepared beforehand that we should walk in there. He wants us to walk in this gift that He has given unto us. And He created us to be a workman within. He will not go to Pharaoh by himself, that was Saint, Saint Moses. He will not. Make the water become blood without using somebody. The Lord wants to use you. In part, the Lord wants to use us. He gave us that gift, the Holy Spirit. Why don't we go before the Lord at this time? Bible says in Luke chapter 11, from verse 13, from verse 9 to 13, he said, Give you. In evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more is your Father in heaven? Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Why don't you just let us release ourselves? You are here this morning, you don't know what your spiritual gift is. Probably you are yet to even discover it. I want you to ask this morning. I want you to submit yourself unto him this morning and say, Lord, open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart, heart of God to be able to know, to be able to understand. As the anointing of God come upon you this morning, you begin to take an inventory what your passion is of what you love to do and what the Holy Spirit has been ministering unto you. And they will begin to reveal to you what to do moving forward from here. Why don't you just raise your hands at all?
Exercise the faith that is already deposited in you and begin to speak to speak it out. Yes. 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 Just speak it out. You are here, you are yet to receive that gift. You have converted it. You have seen people speak. But you desire it so badly. The Lord said, this morning, at this moment, as a religious extra gift unto those who already have, that which your heart desire is speaking right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. If you're that person, why don't you just take the step of faith? And just release your thumbs and begin to manifest that the Lord Himself begin to bear witness of what is about to do through you in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, just speak it. Just speak it out. Just speak it out. Just speak it out. Don't harden your heart. Yeah, don't stick your tongues. Yeah, just open, just open, just open it up. Put it onto it. Yes. Yes, if you're speaking it, speak it, speak it, speak it out, speak it out. Yes, if you're speaking it, just speak it out. Yes, speak it out. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we are welcome in this place. We welcome you, part of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you here this morning. Yes, 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 yes. There's that daughter of Zion. Yes, yes, he's here, he's here, he's here. The Holy Spirit is here with me. Yes. Yes, speak it out. Yes, 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 yes. Just speak it out. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Father, we just thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit to the body of Christ to this assembly. Father, as you have released upon everyone here this morning, the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, let none under the sound of my voice remain the same again. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As you step out from here this moment, that which the Lord has deposited into your lives, and that which the Lord has done even for you at this moment, I declare, go and begin to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. That troubling spirit, that thing that continues to bother you, I speak the word of the Lord unto it right now. And I declare peace in the name of Jesus. Peace unto you. In the name of Jesus. Peace unto you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, glorious Father, for the precious Holy Name. Jesus' name, we pray.